0: You are listening to the American Truth Project podcast.
1: Rally in Washington, D.C. came literally minutes after Sanders met with Obama. And if those walls could talk, they would tell us that Obama condescendingly ordered Bernie to fall in line. So if Bernie is still hawking his Marxist socialist revolution at this late stage in the process, it portends trouble, trouble for Hillary Trouble for the Democrat Party. Trouble in River City, the city of brotherly love, during the convention in late July. Joining me now from Southern California, political consultant and editor of the Newsbomb Report, Barry Newsbomb. Barry, the flurry of endorsements going on out there, I think they're largely, in my opinion, meaningless. Except, except for Barack Obama, because I think this accomplishes two purposes. Number one, I think it's meant to intimidate Bernie Sanders but also possibly a little intimidation of the FBI and its investigation of the person he's endorsing.
0: I like your conspiracy theory. (laughs) Uh, And, you know, you may be a little bit right. Uh, Ironically, I think this is one of those elections, Graham, where endorsements are almost worthless, except for one endorsement that's going to matter. And that one hasn't happened yet. And I see that one endorsement as the Bernie Sanders fall in line with Hillary Clinton endorsement, which hasn't happened yet. And it's not important for anybody except the dyed in the wool, I wouldn't vote for anybody but Bernie supporters.
1: Well, I would like to congratulate the Democrat Party right here, right now for nominating and and falling behind uh, the first ever presidential nominee that's the focus of a federal criminal investigation and everybody is falling in line everybody is apparently getting the message except for bernie sanders roll right. tape
0: i want those of you who've been with me from the beginning of this incredible journey to be the first to know that i'm with her i am fired up and i cannot wait to get out there and campaign for hillary i also want to thank everybody who turned out to vote and who worked so hard for our candidates this has been a hard-fought race I know some say these primaries have somehow left the Democratic Party more divided. Well, you know, they said that eight years ago as well.
1: You know, one of the things that we have to remember about Bernie Sanders is that, truly, he's not a Democrat. He doesn't have allegiance to the Democrat Party like Barack Obama does.
0: Yeah, you know, that is the most important theme going forward, Graham, is that the endorsement from Bernie Sanders, when it comes, if it's lukewarm, and doesn't fire fire up his socialist army, they're not going to fall in line because, as you said, Bernie is a left-wing socialist. He doesn't even attempt to convince anyone he's a Democrat. He just votes with their caucus or caucuses with them. There are a lot of millions that want Bernie because he is a socialist. And if Hillary wants those endorsements of those people, she's going to have to move too far left to be able to corral the mainstream middle. That's the problem the Democrats have going forward.
1: And, of course, Hillary has to somehow attract Bernie's orphans, I'm calling them. Those are his supporters because eventually they're going to be orphaned uh, from the candidate. I also believe firmly that uh, in Philadelphia in July he's going to try and somehow relive 1968 Chicago. I think this is in his DNA. But let's move on to Trump v. Hillary. You know the Clinton campaign is is well-oiled, well-greased. And, and they, they know what to do between now and November. Do you have that same faith in the Trump campaign?
0: You know, the big million dollar or billion dollar question, since that's what this campaign is going to cost, is whether or not Trump can refocus his personality away from what got him to the dance. This bravado, this I speak whatever I think, uh, no filter on the mouth mentality to act And present and look like a president because that's the only way, Graham, he's going to attract the middle undecided vote. He got the Republicans. They're going to stay with him no different than the left wing is going to stay with Hillary. The fight is over the middle. And if Trump can't move to the middle in a presidential fashion, Hillary's your next president.
1: I think that uh, what Hillary is going to do is wax poetically and fondly about the 1990s and say that, hey, she and her husband are going to bring back the 1990s in this fabulous economy. I say the economy was okay in the 90s, but it wasn't as great as the 1980s. I think that Donald Trump should answer, hey, forget the 90s. I'm going to bring back the 80s. And he should focus largely on two things. What do you think of this? And that is national security and the economy and national security and the economy. That's it. That's a winning combo right there.
0: I would like to add one more thing. And that is, if he hits Hillary in his talking points on every stump, everywhere he goes every day, on Benghazi, on her email, on the Clinton Foundation, and her terrible treatment of the women that were abused by Bill Clinton, and he does it every single day, those are indefensible positions for Hillary. He wins if he sticks to that on top of the economy and national security. Not a bad bad combo. I don't think he wins.
1: Yeah, no, I I think that's not a bad comment. I would throw in there one more thing, and that's the United States Constitution. It'd be nice if he started talking about restoring the separation of powers and possibly even supporting an Article V Convention of the States, which we talk about on this program all the time. Out of time, Barry. Okay, man. Thank you.
0: Thanks for listening to the American Truth Project, a 501c3 nonprofit. Please subscribe to our podcast